0: I'm Rick Steves. This is Travel with Rick Steves. As you're planning your European adventure, a lot of people kind of forget Scandinavia. People love to go to Copenhagen. People love to go to the fjords. But there's a biggest country, the mightiest country in Scandinavia, Sweden. It's well worth considering. I'm joined today by Marita Bergman. She's a tour guide and a friend of mine from Stockholm. She joins us to give a little insight into planning an itinerary in Sweden. Marita, thanks for joining
1: us. Thank you.
0: So, of course, when you go to Sweden, you're going to go to Stockholm. And, of course, when you go to Stockholm, you've got this wonderful island archipelago, probably the most scenic and intriguing archipelago anywhere in Europe.
1: It's a fantastic area, Uh, 30,000 islands, imagine. And if you go out of Stockholm, you take probably one of the boats going out there that are connected with Stockholm and uh, actually... Uh, you need three hours until uh, you come out to the open uh, sea, the Baltic Sea. So Now,
0: there's two competing ferry lines serving over a hundred little hamlets in the islands. There's the Cinderella line and the Vauxholm line. Right? Yeah, true. Now, Cinderella would be a, f- a little bit fancier and Vauxhall is a little more uh, a the The older jumper. one,
1: the steamers. The steamers you find. with more
0: mm. stops. Yeah,
1: more stops and more atmosphere, I would now, say. Now, if you've
0: got a family cabin out in the archipelago mm-hmm. and it's not regularly served by a, a ferry boat, you can uh, turn up a little flag on your on your dock, and the ferry will actually come there. Yeah, yeah. That's a beautiful thing.
1: If you live on an island, and uh, if you're the only passengers, they will stop for you, sure.
0: And then they they make the mail delivery and the and the newspapers.
1: Everything is uh, then transported to it's you. It's an
0: amazing an amazing place, and smack dab in the middle of that, you've got Vaxholm, which was the historical Gibraltar that mm-hmm. defended Stockholm mm-hmm. from a sea attack.
1: A uh, big fortress there today, uh, which you can visit if you want to do that, uh, with restaurant also sometimes opened. Uh, but Vakson is uh, enchanting small place. In I Africa. found that
0: people were using the ramparts for sunbathing more than uh, sighting their mm-hmm. cannons mm-hmm. and guns. You yeah, know? It's yeah. a great summer paradise, a playground for yeah, the true. Swedes. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the glass country, where the famous Swedish glass is blown.
1: That is in Småland, in the south. Uh, And do you find the factories? Arefors, Kosta, Boda.
0: Now, do these places welcome tourists to drop in and see the glass blowing?
1: They do. Sure, they do. It's interesting for many Americans because Småland... It's the region where most of the ancestors that went to America are from.
0: So if you've got Swedish ancestry, they probably came from Småland, which I think statistically has a greater percentage of its people leaving and going to America than any other place in Europe.
1: Yeah. Uh, If you go to Småland, you see that um, that land... Was hard to survive a hundred years ago. It's so a lot of forests, uh, and so it was winters. really
0: economic refugees more than religious refugees. Uh, it
1: was small. only economic, economic. refugees. Yeah. If you
0: watch the movie The New Land and the Immigrants, yeah, that's a kind of a, a duo back in the seventies. I think uh, wonderful, powerful doubleheader there to see the life in Sweden and why people decided to leave, and then what it'd be like mm. to be a Swede coming mm-hmm. to the United States. That's the Immigrants followed by The New Land.
1: Yeah. And also uh, Benny Andersson from ABBA has made a musical called Kristina von Düvemåla. uh, About this story? About this story. Wilhelm Mubay uh, has also been elected to the author that wrote The Immigrants about Kristina that left Småland.
0: A fascinating uh, human story. And anybody who's got roots that wants to go back, I find that Sweden is very well organized and very welcoming to Swedish-Americans that want to go back and trace their roots. There's a town called Växjö? Vek, Växjö, with
1: Vekfu. an immigrant museum, yes. Yeah, and yeah.
0: upstairs in the immigrant museum, you've got all the files where you can mm. trace your your ancestry.
1: And the thing is also, uh, it's easy to do that. It's uh, computerized today, right. and Sweden is the country, well organized, where you can go back to the 17th century with no problem. This
0: town, Växjö, spell it for me. It's very strange.
1: Uh, Växjö, it's uh, V, uh, an A with two dots on it, X. Yeah. X. Uh, a G. J. A J. Uh, uh, and an Ö. Ö uh, with two dots on it. Mm?
0: V, A with two dots. X, J, O with two dots. Yeah. Vekchu. Vekchu. Mm? I have friends in Vekfur that run a bed and breakfast, and they've got an immigrant's cabin. Mm -hmm. where they take people up in their car and they drop them off with groceries for a week in the middle of the birch forest Uh with nothing around. You get perfect (laughs) silence, perfect peace and quiet in pristine Swedish nature, and people just love it.
1: Sounds like a retreat. A
0: retreat. (laughs) Bill's on the line in Salt Lake City, Utah. Bill, thanks for your call. Hi, Rick.
2: I'm interested in uh, more nature in Sweden, and we're thinking about a canoe trip on a lake in Sweden.
0: A canoe trip on a lake in Sweden. What Mm -hmm. would you recommend? Marita? Uh,
1: I would, I mean, there are a lot of waters all over, 100,000 lakes in Sweden, totally on this uh, area. But especially, I would recommend you to go to Varmland. It's a region uh, close to Norway. Uh, Mm. uh, It's a big landscape region, beautiful, beautiful. And it is uh, north of Gothenburg. So,
0: Varmland.
1: Värmland, yes. I
0: know when you're driving on the freeway from Stockholm to Oslo, it would take you, how many hours would you guess? Six, uh, eight hours? Uh,
1: it it would take you around six, seven six hours, hours from and then, Stockholm. So like
0: four hours into the trip, before the Norwegian border, you go through a bunch of lakes areas. Would yeah. that be that what yeah, you're talking that about there? Yeah, that
1: is the region, yeah.
0: All right. So, Bill, that would be a good place to go canoeing. And there's wonderful countryside um, guest houses and so on.
1: No problem at all to, to find anywhere to live and... Um, it's a rich wild landscape also. The latest, I don't know if you have any problem with that, but the latest discussion now in Sweden has to do with the wolves.
0: Wolves. Jump in your canoe and go like mad.
1: <laughs> we have about, well, 80-100 couples in Sweden and now uh, the discussions in this, in this landscape is very very hot and now they have shot about well, totally uh, 15 wolves. Uh, so the out down of them. To,
0: it's endangered in other words.
1: It's endangered, yes.
0: When you're traveling through the countryside of Sweden, bed and breakfast, what is the word for that?
1: You can see the sign bed and breakfast uh, also, but uh, I, I, RUM. R U M. R U M, yes. For
0: years, I thought they were selling homemade rum.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: These signs. You drive through mm. a little village, and every house has a sign in the front yard that says RUM. R U M. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I don't want any rum. Uh-huh. I'm in Sweden then I realized they're they're renting brooms. Yeah. That's the Swedish word for room. Yeah, true. All right, Bill, good luck on your canoeing.
1: Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Mm -hmm.
0: Jane's on the phone in Rye, New York. Jane, thanks for your call.
2: Thanks for talking to me, Rick.
0: Do you have a uh, question for Marita?
2: Yes. We've been to Sweden a few times, mostly in the cities with side trips. This time, for our next trip, we'd like to rent a car. And we've looked into a place in Bastad, and would also be interested in small land to get over to Oland mm-hmm. and perhaps taking the overnight train up to Lulia and then trying to get to the Arctic. Mm-hmm. So our question is whether or not English will be as widespread in the villages, particularly up in the north, as it is in the cities. How easy it will be to get around by car. Mm-hmm. And especially when we're up in the Arctic, we want to get to the Arctic Circle. Would we need to take a tour, or could we get a car up there, too?
1: First, uh, there is absolutely no trouble to to talk English all over the country. You know, the Swedes are learning uh, English from the very first beginning from the 3rd class. They learn English in school. And
0: education in your society is uniform. It's not for rich people in the big city, but in the most remote town you would have the same educational opportunities. Yeah. Sort of an ethic of the Swedish yeah. government
1: And think. we have also an inspec- uh, we inspect our schools so they ha- they really have that quality. So no trouble at all. And if you go from Borstad, which is the tennis town in Sweden, right. uh, are you playing tennis? No, actually, we, we
2: saw um, online a place that gets very expensive during the time of the tennis matches and yeah. then gets very inexpensive afterwards and yeah. it looked like a good location um, to be able to get a, a nice place for a week or so and then see some of that area outside
1: of the cities. Uh, It's a very, very good choice. You have other small villages close by. What is this
0: town, the tennis town, Bastard?
1: Bostard.
0: Bostard, like Bastard, but with Uh, no.
1: (laughs) No, B-O-S-T-A-D, Bostard. Bostard. uh, It's close to the water uh, and very, very beautiful surroundings. And you can go up the coast also to Falkenberg or Varberg. Uh, So it's beautiful to go there, uh, especially in the summer with the beaches and so on. Uh, Very good. Uh, And if you go there to Småland from that, it's not so far to go with car.
0: Jane's talking about driving. Uh, Mm -hmm. Driving around Sweden, my memory is very sparse traffic and uh, not big roads, but kind of easy driving.
1: Uh, you have big roads and not so big roads, but they are very, very well kept. I must say that uh, you will, if you uh, rent a car there, you will have no trouble to go around there, and uh, you'll need from Bostad to Smallland to in the middle of Smallland around three hours like that
0: normally would people simply get on the road and drive north to get to the Arctic or would you fly to a town in the Arctic and then rent a car up there
1: Uh, I would actually fly up to the Arctic and rent a car up there Uh, it's very easy to do that too it's interesting to go up to the polar circle I think
0: uh, what would be the highlight up there
1: the highlight would be the light
0: the light (laughs) yeah, in the summer
1: in the summer yes you probably go there in June or July or what time midnight sun yeah, the Midnight yeah, Sun. Um, would Lulia be a good place to use as a, a center? Pardon, what what place? Lulia. Lulio. I would. Um, Lulio is uh, by the coast, very very nice. Umio is a student city. They are a little bit different. Uh, those places, but um, it they, they are both good places to see. You have uh, well all facilities there. Jane, we got
0: to move on. Thanks for your call.
1: Okay, thank you.
0: Yes, happy travels. Thank you. I'm Rick Steves. We're speaking with Marita Bergman, who's a tour guide in Stockholm, and we're talking about itinerary issues in Sweden. We have an email from Gail in Albany, Oregon. Gail writes, a very exciting thing to do in Sweden is to take the overnight train to the far north and visit the Ice Hotel in Kiruna, or just an ice museum in the summer. Uh, And uh, from there, be sure to travel north and west to the fantastic fishing villages on Norway's fjords. So this Ice Hotel is quite famous. Every winter, they actually build an ice hotel with carving ice, making big blocks out of it, and quite fancy design. And uh, people go up there for the the fascinating opportunity to to live in an ice world.
1: I'm happy to get this question because I went to Jukasjärvi just over New Year and I saw it, and it's a fantastic thing up there. You won't believe it. If you go into the reception, everything is built in ice. They start to build this whole hotel in November. They take the ice from one of the waters up there in between uh, Sweden and Finland. And if you go into the reception, it's like going into an ice cathedral. Really, the lamps, uh, everything is built in ice.
0: And it's well-designed in a modern architectural kind of way. It's a very classy construction, and it's done once a year, in the summer and the fall, and then it melts eventually the next year.
1: Yeah, and half of the artists, uh, you mentioned the rooms there. You go into a room, and one artist designed one room. So uh, all the rooms are differently made.
0: Now, the poor man's version of that is in Stockholm. You go to the ice bar at,
1: yeah, at the tra- yeah. in the
0: hotel next to the train station. Yeah. And for $25, you get an appointment, and you get 20 minutes to go in. Yeah. And you put on your big coat with mittens and a furry hat with about 30 people that enter every 20 minutes. Yeah. And you've got square ice glasses, so you don't need to have ice cubes in your drink. And they pour you—it's put on by Absolute Vodka. So yes. you have any kind of—there's uh, a bartender in there who pours you any kind of drink you like— the tip jar is a big ice jar you've got an ice sofa and mm-hmm. you've got a lot of tourists kind of having fun with this photo up in the ice bar mm-hmm. but that ice i understand actually comes from the north of sweden
1: comes from the same place as yukasjarvi uh, and i also wanted to add to to the ice hotel which is fantastic they also have a church up there built in ice hmm. and this is uh, the church that has the most couples that marries during this very concentrated time really uh, and uh, it is uh, of course, coming into an ice church, something very, very special.
0: So you Swedes really like your ice. I mean, yes, you don't do. go to church much, but if the church <laughs> is made out of ice, you'll consider it.
1: It's beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful.
0: And Holger, that's, I think, a good Swedish name. Holger's on the line in Tillamook, Oregon. Holger, thanks for your call.
2: Yes, uh, my ancestry came from Sweden, so I have a vested interest in it. My question is, as a senior, does Sweden cater to... Like America does, for example, does it give discounts on hotels or, or there are there youth hostels, but are there hostels for seniors? Because I like to travel by myself, and I like to fly by the seat of my pants, so to speak.
1: Mm.
0: First of all, how many generations has your family been away from Sweden, Holger?
1: Oh, uh, about two. Do you know where your ancestors lived? No, part? because uh, the
2: name, my last name has an umlaut. And they actually fled from Sweden because of the religious persecution. Uh, That's what I was told, and they moved to Estonia and other places. And so uh, that part of history of my ancestry is lost.
1: Mm -hmm. Coming myself from Småland, and I have uh, everyone has an ancestor in this part that uh, immigrated.
0: And a lot of Americans go there to look up their roots. Okay, but back to your question, Holger, about seniors. In Sweden, uh, what is the story for senior discounts and so on?
1: Uh, I can say uh, that I don't know so many hotels that have any discount for seniors. But uh, for sure, transportations all over, you can get a discount for that. But I want to say also to you, Holger, that uh, the youth hostels uh, that are all for all ages have a very good standard in Sweden. Okay, And it's a magnificent also opportunity to meet people uh, in these places also where also Swedes like to go uh, with uh, in all ages. So, so youth hostels, if you want to go, they are all over the country. Okay, yeah,
0: Something on a related note, uh, what you pay to go into the museums is determined not as much by your age as by who's in power, I think. When a different political party comes into power, a lot of times the philosophy is, should the art and culture be accessible, yeah. or should you have to pay for it? You know, And uh, when the conservative party's in power, all of a sudden you pay to go into the museums. and when the more liberal party's in power, all of a sudden the museums are free and open to everybody. Mm-hmm. I think uh, in 2006, the moderate party got into power and suddenly you've got fees for the museums. What's the latest We have an
1: election now, so that will perhaps change (laughs) now this year. But uh, good that you mentioned, Rick, that uh, museums, uh, you go into every museum also at a special senior fee. So I want to say that. Well, that's really interesting. All right, Holger, good luck with your travels. Okay, thank you. Yeah, Yeah, welcome. I'm Rick
0: Steves. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We've been sorting through the many possible itinerary options one would have if they're planning a trip into Scandinavia with a focus on Sweden. And we've been joined by Marita Bergman from Stockholm. Marita, thank you so much. Thank you. Each year, Rick Steves Tour Guides take free-spirited travelers on escorted tours through Scandinavia, the Baltics, and beyond, one small group at a time. This year, you can choose from three dozen exciting itineraries covering the best of Europe from Oslo to Istanbul, Paris to St. Petersburg, and practically everywhere in between. For a free catalogue and Rick's Tour Experience DVD, visit our tour pages at ricksteves.com.